Hi everyone and welcome to another Giant Sisters podcast with Joe Brothers. Today I'm delighted to have Sharon Thompson with us. Sharon is described as being a visionary and high energy people leader with a passion for coaching and developing teams. She joined the Inland Revenue in 2017 and has had a career in banking, most recently at ASB and previously at Westpac and has included developing and leading strategic change within large customer facing teams. Most recently, her roles have been focused on the development and implementation of digital strategies to lift customer engagement. Welcome, Sharon. Nice to be here. Thank you. Thanks. So we're talking a lot about the power of intention these days. How did you design your life and career path, or did it just evolve? Look, I'd have to say it definitely evolved for me. I left school when I was 16, and at that stage, I definitely wanted a job, not a career. I had no intention of going to university or furthering my education at that stage anyway. So I definitely grew into it, and when I left school, banking encouraged studying, and I guess I sort of got a bit of a bug for it. So really, I spent most of my career studying and learning as just part of the growth in my role, and and right through to completing a master's part-time which, to be honest, would have been a lot easier if I just had it done it straight out of school. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. <laughs> um, so what advice would you give to maybe school leavers or people that are looking to get into the um, either working in the government sector or in finance? What would you suggest to them? Mm, oh, look, I absolutely give it a go. And I think if I use my experience, it doesn't actually matter whether you have a degree or not. We have a lot of people working in our contact centres who are studying and they might then go on within our organisation within Inland Revenue to work in their chosen field as a lawyer or whatever that looks like for them. Mm. But then we have a lot of people working in our teams who are just great customer people, they're great with people and that's there. We look for that just as much as we do having a, a formal degree. Mm, right. And I'm sure in your um, career experience, you've had um, lots of unique or different um, experiences that would have been part of your journey. Can you think of some interesting ones you could uh, share with us today? Look, I think the main thing when I reflected on this was really, for me, it was studying as you go, because instead of um, going through a, a three-year concentrated course, yes. I was able to study and keep up with trends as my career evolved. Right. And I think for me, when I reflect, that was probably the most useful thing I did because I could go off in different directions and do things that I was really, really interested in yeah. rather than being you know, pigeonholed into one particular area. Right, that's great advice. Mm. If, if we're looking at embracing lessons, what challenges that you have you experienced do you think have shaped you the most? Yeah, there's probably probably a couple. I mean, one one huge one for me was I was lucky enough to go on a Global Woman course in 2015, yes. and it really just broadened my horizons. I, I went through Global Woman with a cohort of 39 amazing women, yeah. and the networks that I developed as part of that group were huge, hugely influential. So, yeah. if I was going to have my time again, I would say building those networks and connecting with different people just gives you so much bandwidth. Yeah. And, and the other thing that really shaped me or, or helped me, enabled me more than shaped probably, mm. was I was uh, lucky enough to have a partner who took on a, a big role at home and, in fact, stayed at home with our children when they were small, yeah. well, well before the days of paid parental leave. So yeah. without that sort of support, my career might have been very different. That's fantastic. And we've had a few other phenomenal women that have had um, amazing partners that have been um, there for them in that capacity as well. Mm. Uh, Sheroes and heroes, who are your role models or your inspiration, Sharon? 
there was probably the, the one that stood out for me when I was thinking about this was was probably Gail Kelly, who was the group CEO for Westpac for a number of years. And I think at one time she was described as the eighth most powerful woman in the world, but yeah. it's probably not why she impressed me. I was <laughs> lucky enough to meet her in person a couple of times. Yeah. And the thing that really stood out for me was that she was a very gracious person. Mm. And when she was with you, you felt like you were the only person in the room. Yes. And my, my reflection as a senior leader, although not obviously not at those lofty heights, yeah. is just the impression that you can make on people, especially when you're running a big team in a very short amount of time. Yes. So being really mindful of your impact on people and and your brand, even though that sounds quite starchy, but the impression that you make on people and mm. being authentic with that is so important. Yeah, thank you. Mm. In terms of giving back, um, mm. with whatever you um, do personally or with along with IRD, which is probably a lot, can you sort of touch on some of your um, giving back to community or individuals? Yeah, so giving back, I've, I've worked as a trustee on numerous organisations, but I think the one that probably meant the most to me, I was the chair of the North Shore Women's Centre for a, a while. And for me, that was really putting myself in other people's shoes and you know, stepping out of the corporate environment, which you can tend to get a bit wrapped up in, and yeah. really connecting back with real people in the real world. Yes. And so for me, that was made me very mindful about the need for education and and uh, the I guess the choice of being educated and having control of your finances really gives you right yeah. um, at an inland revenue level it's probably the same approach to be perfectly honest so inland revenue supports New Zealand communities mm. and you know the individuals and businesses by helping them get their tax right from the start and making it really easy to comply yeah and so the outcome of that or the best outcome for us is that when everyone does what they're meant to do meets their tax obligations maximize so we can maximize the tax revenue which funds some of those really vital public services that everyone benefits from like hospitals and schools roads absolutely and are there any new or exciting projects or innovations that you have planned this year? We've got a lot happening this year, actually, at Inland Revenue. So we're working through a, a multi-year program at the moment, which is going to modernise and transform the tax system. So the second major release of that happens in April this year. Right. And it includes, includes a number of initiatives which ultimately make it easier for our customers to manage and pay their tax just you know, so so tax fits seamlessly into their lives rather than being some big thing that you need to worry about. Right. So, so a couple of those is we're launching something called the accounting income method, which is AIM, yes, which is a simplified pay-as-you-go taxation arrangement for businesses. Right. And also, also digitising payroll information. So they're they're really just meant to intended to simplify our taxation arrangements and be less intrusive on people's lives. Fantastic. Frictionless mm. tax. That, that sounds well, good. Oh, I like that. We might use that. Yeah, do. Um, <laughs> as we reflect on New Zealand's 125-year anniversary of suffrage, what are your thoughts on the, um, the current status quo here in New Zealand and around the world for the life and opportunities for women and girls? I'll probably go back to what I mentioned earlier on the, the North Shore Women's Centre takeouts, mm. and that was the, the importance of financial independence for women. Yeah, and that doesn't that doesn't mean being wealthy. It just means being in control of the decisions that you make, mm. and having the autonomy to do that. So, um, 
you know, that the power sits with the finances often and that often sits with the person who's working. So having that financial independence gives choice. Yes. And so within New Zealand, I'd personally like to see a greater emphasis on education and training that supports women in becoming financially savvy. Yeah. Both both, both in their working and their personal lives. Yeah. That's great. Mm, that would be the biggie for me. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you so much for your time today, Sharon. It's been wonderful talking to you. Nice to chat. Thanks, Joe. Thank you.